Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Sylvia Moss, and this is Insight, a presentation of iHeartMedia, where we really do care about our local communities and all our listeners who live here. There's a title of an old movie that often comes to my mind when I think about raising children. It's called The Agony and the Ecstasy. One thing that hasn't changed over the years is that there's nothing more wonderful than the feelings that you get when you're uh, raising kids. There's a lot of love there. And then on the flip side, a recent poll of parents revealed that the average parent spends almost six hours of agony worrying about their kids every single day. Whether they're newborns, teens, or adults with kids of their own, it really never stops. You know, years ago, parents worried about germs, accidents, smoking, sex, if their kids did well in school, things they thought they could control. But today's parents share those same issues. But more than anything else, they're very concerned about their children's mental health and safety. There is no way that any previous generation of parents would have been conceived of the notion that our kids might have to deal with issues such as various types of bullying, depression, anxiety, harassment, and, and intimidation, and certainly not being shot or murdered in school. Thanks to Attorney General Josh Shapiro's office, a nationally lauded and successful program to keep kids safe in schools while addressing other issues impacting them is being utilized by all Pennsylvania schools. With us today, and Brittany, I have been looking forward to this because everybody says you do all these programs. Give us a program that's going to protect our kids. Well, Brittany Klein is a senior supervisory special agent from the Office of Pennsylvania Attorney General. She's here to talk about a program known as Safe to Safe something. Nope, it's not a cutesy just say no program of the past with little result. This one is being used by 18 million participants nationwide and it's had tremendous results. Brittany, hi. Again, I wanted to welcome you. The just say no programs of the past, as I said, they didn't get that much result. And before we get into the details of your program and how it came about, just as I mentioned, the last generation of parents that thought that they had a lot to worry about, but not these parents, the current parents. I understand each year over the last several years, kids in this country have been hurting themselves or others through verbal, physical, and digital means. Could you explain what that means, please? Sure. So um, we have seen um, an uptake in uh, bullying, which we believe has a lot to do with the kids and access to social media. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have seen an increase in that, um, as well as an increase in mental health concerns amongst our students. Um, and as a result of the increased concerns of bullying and what bullying could lead to as far as the next steps, and also the mental health concerns of our students, um, that is the reason that they push for the Safe to Say program in the state of Pennsylvania. So our students could have access to a program in which they could submit concerns or tips so that the adults can actually be the ones to address those issues um, and quickly. What? And also see the uh, issues and concerns that our students are facing directly That's from right. the students. Well, if you, if you don't have any issues or you think you don't have any issues with your kids, you're going to find out because typically what kids do when they come home from school, and I don't know if you have children or if this has worked, but my son's all grown up and I've discussed this with other parents. You say, 
How was school today, honey? What'd you do? Nothing. It's the same. Or what it went on? Nothing. And a lot of parents assume that's the case. But what they don't realize is there could be problems with those kids. As you mentioned, bullying. And a lot of times things like bullying and other stressors, they can cause all kinds of emotional stress, anxiety uh, that leads to not doing well in school, not getting along with others. And in some cases, it leads to suicide. And suicide over the last couple of years has gone up with young people. That is correct. We are definitely seeing data in the program that indicates that um, suicide and suicide ideation uh, is a huge concern amongst our youth and our students. Well, you know, the Safe to Save program, I checked it out. It seems like it's got everything there to work. Where did it come from? Sure. So um, this was actually put into um, our school code by the state legislature, and it was enacted in uh, 2018. So part of the background of the program is they actually mandated that every school entity in the state of Pennsylvania um, will actually have to participate in this program. So that includes all private, parochial, cyber schools, charter schools, any school entity has to participate. So they must have somebody who um, is a contact for us in the program. Mm -hmm. So in the instance that one of their students does submit a tip to the Safe to Say program, we can contact them and let them know what that tip was. Um, Or the other avenue, if it's a life safety type of tip, then we contact the school as well as the local police department or jurisdiction to make sure that we get somebody to that student immediately. Okay. There's a couple parts to this, but a major part of it is educating students and adults how to recognize signs and signals of an individual who may be at risk to hurt themselves or even hurt others. Tell us about some of those signs and signals. Sure. So, so we like to make sure that our students um, know how to recognize uh, when there is a, a friend of theirs or a concern, such as somebody is withdrawing socially or withdrawing from sports or things that they love, um, they no longer communicate with their friends um, or they're sharing things on social media that is of concern. Mm-hmm. And we always recommend that our students, when they see these things, let an adult or um, a parent know that this is going on. But then sometimes students do not feel um, tr- you know, that they can trust somebody or they're embarrassed yes. or they they think it, it's not something that's a big deal, but they're not sure. So that's one of the reasons for the program is that a student can go on here either through an app, either through the, um, the Internet uh, website, or they can actually call in, which kids never do because kids either text or they're, they're on the, their app. So um, they can actually submit that information to us. And then we let the school know or we let a counselor know and that they can go intervene with that student. Therefore, their friend um, is not considered to be the source of that information. Well, you know what? Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it just makes um, our students feel more comfortable about submitting Mm -hmm. something that they're really not sure about. Um, So so that's the whole purpose of the program. Um, the, The program actually was created as a tool to be used for the reporting of any type of threats to schools. So um, if you see something on social media related to gun violence or a student who has made a threat against another student or or the school, that's actually the background for the program. Mm -hmm. But we quickly saw when we launched that it was more than just that. It was a program that was actually geared towards students submitting concerns on uh, their friends 
their um, their other other students in their class or people that they're on the sports team with or, or anybody sure. that they have a concern with bullying or something going on with that student. So it, it quickly changed our perspective of what this program was doing for our Pennsylvania students. Well, the program wasn't really created by or with some academic somewhere in a closet. This was created in, for the most part, by the folks at Sandy Hook. It's called the Sandy Correct. Hook Promise. And I don't know how anybody, I, I still have dreams about those poor children at that school in Connecticut. It was by, the parents took the lead to do this. And so they lived it. They understand what was going on. I think that's one of the major reasons is this has been so successful. Yes, and we partnered with them um, from the beginning of this program, which we could not have been as successful as we were without their partnership. Mm -hmm. Uh, They were fantastic and they understood what we were trying to accomplish Mm -hmm. and they supported us from the beginning. And they had a huge role in training our Pennsylvania students right out the gate. Um, So, so it was a partnership from the beginning and um, you know, we, we very much, we worked so well with them, and we love our partnership that we still maintain with Sandy Hook Promise. Because you and know they're always going to care, period. Absolutely. And and through them, we were actually able to help other states, because um, several other states have launched programs very similar um, or have been talking about it. Um, also, other school districts alone throughout the United States have been contemplating a program such as this. So uh, we were able to help those states in just providing information and feedback or, or just telling them how we have set up our program. Mm-hmm. So we're just, you know, we're trying to help other states as well in the process. That's Pennsylvania. We're always doing that. <laughs> you know what? It's, it's um, the kids, the kids that are trained for the program. You focus on social emotional learning. Can you talk about that and also tell us what age group are we talking about? So our uh, primary age groups that we like to roll the program out to uh, starts at about fifth or sixth grade, and we like to rely heavily on the school's feedback um, as far as how maybe how their buildings are set up. Okay. So fifth grade is typically the youngest, and only because obviously it's a very sensitive um, conversation and very sensitive topics. So we don't like to um, roll it out to our younger students. Now, Sandy Hook does have great programs available for younger students that um, is just about saying hello and talking to other yes. students yes. and how to start a conversation, which is fantastic. Um, this is a little bit more sensitive. And obviously with the use of you know social media, with the use of apps and, and phones and Internet, um, we like middle school and high school students, obviously, use them as well. Well, you teach them about social awareness, which is pretty much being aware of what's going on around you, relationship skills, responsible decision-making, and your self-awareness, how to recognize when you're in trouble, too. And as you mentioned, the Start With Hello program, I think that's broken down to about, uh, what, two or three parts. first thing you have to do is, if you wouldn't mind commenting, if you see somebody alone, what are you supposed to do? So I can honestly say I'm not um, 100% familiar with that program because okay. we, don't, we don't teach that program. Okay. Um, that's, a, that's a Sandy Hook program that is completely separate from the Safe to Say program. Uh, uh, we focus on the training into the Safe to Say Something program okay. for, for Pennsylvania. So 
So they would have to be the one to, you know, discuss the actual say hello program. Well, if anybody out there listening, this tells you, as I said, uh, you learn how to recognize the signs and loneliness because a lot of the kids that cause issues are going through that. Find out what you can do to help them and figure out how to break the ice and strike up a conversation because most kids, I don't care what age they are, they're kind of in their own world and stick with their own uh, friends. But as part of the program, as you mentioned, the kids are encouraged to submit tips on three different platforms, the app, the website, or crisis hotline. And from what I understand, that app has like over 50 different uh, areas or things that happen to kids that they can go on and click this is what's happening to me this is what's you know that type of thing is that right yeah so students can go into um, the app and they have to pick their school so they either pick the school that they attend or they can pick another school so if they know a friend from another school district they can actually select their school and then they have a variety of event types that they can select from and I'm going to say there's 50 or so event types that they can choose from that is, you know, specific towards what they're going to report of. Okay. And this actually just helps our analysts who are reviewing the tips, triage the tips and prioritize them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we, we teach students to pick the event type that is as close to, you know, what they are reporting on as possible. So then they have the ability to provide a narrative and further information on that tip in the app when they're submitting the information. And you know what the good part about this, too, is that even adults have a hard time. I had the um, district attorney of Dauphin County in a week or so ago talking to him about a program they were involved with where you can submit the the, um, public and submit tips. And people are nervous. They think, oh, my gosh, what if they find out it was me? Uh, let's talk about the, the uh, people, the adults are trained to do something. What kind of training do these re- adults receive? The analysts who receive the tips. The analysts who receive the tips, the uh, police departments, the, the uh, administration of the schools. Do they get received the training as well? Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yes. So um, to start with the analysts to receive the training, um, I have a team of about 13 investigative analysts um, who work 24-7, 365, wow. and they are um, the ones who intake every single tip that comes through. Okay. So they are trained internally on uh, life safety tip assessments. They're trained on how to use the program. They're trained on prioritization of tips. But they also receive a variety of other training in regards to various databases used in searching for, um, you know, different types of social media. Mm-hmm. They're, they are trained in searching for people. If we can identify a student to try to figure out where that student is, um, which has come in handy a couple times when we have limited information. They're trained in youth mental health first aid. They are mandated reporters. Wow. And, um, I mean, they maintain a ton of certifications as far as, um, you know, the analysts. And they work and out then, of your office, out of the attorney general's office, correct? Yes. Okay. Yep, they are all attorney general's office employees. And um, as far as the training for our um, school administrators, 
We have uh, a training video that we send out. Now, at the beginning of this, we did live webinars with our school teams mm-hmm. to show them how to use the program, um, how the process would work from the time the analyst receives the tips to the time it gets to the school and what the back end of that would look like. Okay. And then how to use the program. And then we have also trained every 911 center in the state of Pennsylvania. Oh, and then. So cool. Last year, it was last year, we finally rolled this out to every state police barracks. So all the state police PCOs are trained in this program as well. So if so, a kid's sitting there on the phone or the kid has given the information, they don't have to sit there for hours to go through all this red tape. Everything is ready to go to help yeah, them. Yeah. Yep, everything is, everything is very much instantaneous, especially in a life safety circumstance. Some of the things that uh, kids are... Report or as we said, bullying and cyberbullying, suicide, even smoking, hate crimes, things like that. But what have you found have been the most uh, prevalent things that kids are reporting since your program started a couple of years ago in Pennsylvania? Sure. So, sure. so bullying has pretty much remained the number one tip type that we have received. Um, smoking and vaping in school is a, a hot topic as well, which we see a lot of. But following those two, um, suicide, suicide ideation, cutting self-harm, and also depression, anxiety are very much up there on our list. Uh, they maintain to be some of our top tip categories and have been since the inception of the program. Okay. You know what else is, I've, I've read your report and um, you've seen an increase in the number of children who are reporting domestic violence. Wow. Wow. Yes, and and that was um, a big increase during COVID mm-hmm. as well, um, which obviously was a concern because a lot of our kids were at home. But we did see an increase in the reporting of of that as well. With we had an overall drop in tips received to the program during COVID, um, but there was an increase in tips um, of you know domestic or child abuse. So we did see that, and we did work closely with uh, children and youth centers amongst or throughout the state of Pennsylvania to kind of push out the program and let them know that we're still here and you can still submit anonymously because teachers are probably our number one mandated reporters. Mm -hmm. And when you take the students out of the classroom, the teachers aren't, aren't seeing their students. So they don't see when, you know, somebody comes in with a concern. Okay. I would guess on an annual basis, you put all this information together, all the data that you've gathered in your office. And then what do you do with it? So we, we put together our annual report, and that goes out to the state so they can see how well and how successful the program is. But also, it shows what the needs are mm-hmm. for our schools in Pennsylvania. And every year, the need has been for more mental health resources for students, more counselors in our school districts, um, more anything for our kids as far as mental health resources go. Um, And we've seen a lot of changes in our schools as far as helping kids and having things such as like a Zen room or um, a hall pass where they can go see a counselor at any time. We go out and talk to students about the results that we're seeing and see how, one, how we can make our program better. And also, two, the attorney general wants to hear how we can help, how we can go to the state and say, hey, this is what we need. We're seeing this. We have the data how can we help? How can we make this better? So um, that's what we do with the data. And um, the biggest thing for me is showing how successful the program is because, you know, with 
it's everything. There's also people who are not a fan of the program. And I have no you know, idea why that would be. <laughs> um, I, I think You're saving kids. <laughs> right. And I think sometimes, you know, kids can misuse the program. And I think that leads to some naysayers with the program. Yeah. But it's like anything, you know. Exactly. I mean? You're going to have those types of situations, which we are perfectly um, capable of working through with our local law enforcement. Um, and we've grown as a program and that's the biggest thing is we were so new and now we're a couple years in and we've changed things. We've modified things and we feel like we're in a very good place and we have amazing relationships with our school district and amazing relationships with our police departments in regards to this program. You know so what? Think- and people, you had mentioned about people, naysayers and everything, but I, I'm hoping that none of them are wrong among, among parents uh, we, I mean, every now and then we do have some parents who call in with concerns about the program. But mostly um, I would think they think, thank you, this is wonderful. Right, yes. Uh, and, and we get a lot of parents who have said thank you because um, they wouldn't have known otherwise. Uh, you're, you know, receiving a tip on their student. Sure. But I just think sometimes parents are concerned that their student is going to be the subject of a tip and it's not accurate. But, um, you know, we have investigations and protocols and process to help through any types of issues that may come up, you know, in the program. Well, as I mentioned, I think I mentioned maybe I didn't a little earlier that uh, even adults, as I was talking about, uh, Dauphin County's district attorney was talking about a program where people can call in and give a tip. It's anonymous. There is no way anybody's going to find out that it's your kid that called or that you called about a child, is there? Yeah, so um, one of the one of the parts of the Act 44 Safe to Say program is that there should be no investigation done to determine who the student is submitting the tip. Um, so we are very much protective of our tipsters. And if a tipster provides their name, we do make sure that they know, hey, your name is in here. Would you like it redacted from the tip? And we will ask them that question. Mm-hmm. Typically, we will redact it anyway just to provide that type of security for the tipster. Sometimes the tipsters say that they want to give their name and be available. Um, it's, it's just all personal preference. But we do protect our tipsters, and by law, we have to. Um, we are mandated to protect everybody who submits a tip through the program. I wish everybody could get everybody in the state could get a copy of your report and what you found and what it's doing. And I, I just think this is such a huge step for people and for anybody who has children, right? Yes, absolutely. And and the report is on our website. Okay. Um, What is your website? Um, It is safe to say PA.com. Okay. And tell me how the public can support what you're doing with this program. Um, I, I think just talking to their students, especially if there are people who have children, talking with their students, making sure that they are aware of the program, um, but also making sure that they have conversations with their students about what's going on and uh, what type of social media they're involved in. And, if, you know, talking to their students about friends and um, conversations with friends and those types of things, just having open conversations with our children because they're smart. Mm-hmm. These, oh yeah, these students are so smart, and I I learn things from them when I go out and talk to these students, which is one of my favorite things to do <laughs> because they are just very intelligent and they are very much aware 
of what is going on and the mental health concerns amongst students and, and their friends and their peers. And um, it, it's very interested, interesting to talk to them and hear their perspective. I would um, imagine that. I mean, years ago, kids were a little strange. You think, oh, he's strange or she's strange. But we never step by. It's like somebody says, oh, that family's so wonderful. They're always so happy. You don't know what goes on behind closed doors and what kids... Correct hold in tight and it affects them as they grow older too correct yes it does you know there's something i kind of hesitated in asking you but i'm going to ask you about it anyway you know we talk a lot about the kids that are in schools and how they're being affected but and we come right down and there is a reason uh you know that we we keep telling our kids to be kind to people and everything and that that's pretty pretty good thing to do but the kids who are committing these terrible crimes they have mental issues as well. And it's not to defend them. It's just that someone should have noticed this somewhere along the line. And I can see how this program has a lot to uh, figure that one out, too. Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, as we hear things that come out of these tragedies, yeah. um, there are signs that should have been brought to the attention. If, it, if they haven't, some of them may have. Um, but, you know, that's what we're trying to teach our students is to make somebody aware. That's right. And even if even if there's not something that can be immediately done, it's something that we can take a look at and we can make the school aware or we can make the parents aware of what's going on um, or even local law enforcement just to have that information that could be a, a key piece. Right. That's or right. information to say maybe this student needs some help. Mm -hmm. Maybe this student needs somebody to reach out to them. Um, you just don't know when that could make the difference. Well, you know, somewhere along the line, I think we all got frustrated with all that's going on, and, this, and a lot of people have developed this. I'm not going to involve attitude. But it's so wonderful to hear from you that these kids who are in grade school and high school are willing. They jump on it. They want to help other people. They're concerned. These are the kids I hear telling me about the environment and, you know, making a difference that I thought died long ago. But it's so encouraging that this generation of kids want to help other kids, want to make a difference in their world. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, I do agree. And it gets me every time when I talk to these students because they are so much invested into helping other students. And I mean, that's what we need. Brittany, this has been wonderful. I'm sure I'm going to run this program again because anybody who listens to the show knows I deal with all kinds of issues, but kids, kids risk it. And they, we're responsible for, for the way they turn out and the type of people they are. And I want to thank you again. Could you give the, uh, the number to call to if, if somebody wants to report something? Sure. Well, actually, um, I'll just refer everybody to the Safe to Say app. Okay. So it can actually be reached um, through the Apple store or okay. Google store. Um, that is the best way to submit a tip to our program. Mm -hmm. um, you can also go through our website, but um, the app is the most the most used means of tip submission. So um, you can look for the Safe to Say Something app in either iTunes or Google and um, our symbol is like a peace sign with um, like a pink hand. So mm -hmm. uh, it, it can be easily recognized by we, that. You know what else, too? I, I'm willing to bet that most of the kids report that what's going on, they report these tips. It's probably through the app, isn't it? Yes. Ah, yes. figures. Uh, that's smart, too. Where that's where they yeah. are. You got them where they're coming from, where, they're, where yeah. they are. Yeah, I would say 80, if not 90%. Wow. 
submitted or through the mobile app. That's awesome. Brittany, I don't know what else to say except thank you. Thank you so much. My guest from the Pennsylvania Attorney General, Josh Shapiro's office, has been Brittany Klein, Senior Supervisory Special Agent, the program. Please, if you're a parent, listen to this. Pass it on. It's called the Safe to Say PA program. And if you can't find out uh, how to reach that, you can, as I always say, you can always contact me here at any of the iHeart stations. I'll be very happy to pass it on. And if this program hasn't hit you, let me leave you with this. 80% of school shooters told someone of their violent plans and 59% told one more than one person. So they are speaking out. Pay attention. Thank you so much for this wonderful program. And please, if you can't catch Insight when it airs on many of our iHeart stations every week, you can always find it on the iHeart Podcast app or several other podcast apps. I'm Sylvia Moss. This has been Insight. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.